Meet your midweek anchor. Anchorology is a faith-based podcast curated to serve you with bi-weekly strength talks, be a place of relevance, and a well of encouragement. Each episode seeks to uplift, challenge, and propel you forward as you navigate and journey through different seas and seasons of life. So welcome to Anchorology, the podcast with your host, Tiffany Leggett. Let's start the show. Hey, 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 and welcome to another episode of Anchorology, the podcast with your host, Tiffany Leggett. I am so grateful that you're here. Y'all, and let me be real, just the fact that you all gather, um, you know, whether you're washing dishes at the gym, commuting to work, whatever it is that you're doing, that you actually take the time to listen to me talk and run my mouth every other week. That is beyond me. And y'all be hype about it too. Like the feedback, the text messages, the emails, like y'all are really filling the podcast and I am so grateful for that. So I want to give a big shout out to all of you all for your continued support. And please, please know that I am forever grateful. Um, however, if you happen to be new here, this is your first episode. Welcome. Um, and I encourage you to please subscribe, share, rate, or review the podcast. I would definitely appreciate it. Those are the four things, four main things that you can do for me as a new podcaster. Also, if you are interested in knowing about all things Anchorology, please feel free to subscribe to my email list at www.anchorology.com or you can click the link in the show notes and you'll be able to subscribe there. So let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. So last week we talked about um, the story of the Shunammite woman, although we mostly talked about her husband and how he um, honored and how he guarded his capacity in a moment of emergency and how he knew that he did not have it in him to do what needed to be done in that moment. So he literally got someone else to do the job that could do it better than him. And so thank you all so much for the feedback. Um, Again, the text messages, the DMs of how the show related to you. I definitely appreciate it. I welcome your feedback. So please don't be scared to talk to me. Um, Email me, DM me, um, comment whenever I do post on IG reach out to me. I am fully, fully in support of talking to you, um, knowing how the show related to you and all of that good stuff. So thank you all so much for those of you who shared your feedback and your experience as it relates to last week's, um, well, the week before last show. So this week, we're still going to continue in the vein of the Shunammite woman, but we're going to back it up a little bit. Um, If you had not had the chance to listen to the last show, please do so. Um, However, this week, we're going to back up and uh, we're going to talk about the point where um, the woman was told that she was going to have this son. Now, the last show, I did go through the the premise of it. And um, just to quickly do so, this woman, this Shunammite woman that we continue to talk about, she ended up blessing the man of God who she saw going back and forth, passing her house on ministry assignments. And she decided 
um, with the permission of her husband to build a room onto their house for the man of God, for him to have a place to refresh himself, for him to have a place for him to clear his mind and to do whatever he needed to do uh, before or after ministry assignments, a place for him to rest, a place for him to recharge, a place for him to kind of steal away from everybody and just have a moment to himself. And so she decided to build this room for him. Um, She told him about it. And once he saw the room and he uh, literally, there's a passage that said, well, you went through so much trouble for me. And he asked her, what can I do for you? She did not want him to do anything. There were no strings attached. She literally wanted to be a blessing to the man of God. And how blessed is that? that you still have people that want to just simply be a blessing. I'm not doing this to get any clout. I'm not doing this to have any type of strings or control over you. I'm literally doing this because I see that you have a need and I want to be the one to fill it. I am so grateful that there are still people that are still out there in this cold crew world that still have that mentality, that still have that heart, that still have, um, that mind just to be a blessing to people with no strings attached. So she wanted to do it. She did it. And he wanted to pay her back or wanted to do something because she did so much for him. And she said, I'm good. I don't need you to do anything. I don't need you to speak to anybody. This is just simply just to be a blessing to you. However, he would not let that be the case. So he um, ended up talking to his armor bearer or his servant and the servant kind of highlighted to him well you know her husband is old and we haven't seen any children running around here so she must doesn't have a child so back in those days having a child um, for legacy purposes that was definitely important so for her not to have a child he knew that this had to be a desire for her and so when he called her and when they had this conversation, he called her to the room and he said, listen, by this time next year, you will have a child. And her response in Second Kings, the fourth chapter and the um, 16th verse, she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. Now, that was her rebuttal after the man of God told her. That about this time next year, she will have a son. Now, if we're not careful, we would feel like or we would think or assume that the woman did not want the son. That's not the case. However, what she said, do not lie to me, is because what the Spirit of the Lord revealed to me is that she has waited so long to have this child, to have this son. That after all of this time, after all of this waiting, when I finally got to the point that I felt like, you know what, this is something I'm going to have to move beyond because God has not answered yet. So maybe this is not God's will for my life. So let me stop even praying about it. Let me stop fasting about it. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to become content without having this child, because at this point, if God has not come through yet, I don't think that he will. And I feel like there are many who have reached that same point. 
I feel like there are many people who have been praying and asking God for certain things, who have been fasting. And because whatever it is that you are waiting for has not come to pass yet, then we sometimes get to a get into a mindset that it must not be God's will. And so that's what I want to talk to today for those of you who may find yourself sitting in the seat that the woman sat in before he told her that she was going to have a son. And I myself have sat in that seat and it's a hard seat to sit in when you're believing and when you're waiting and when you continue to build your hopes up for things that seems like you build your hopes up only to get let down. And um, so I want to talk to those who have grown weary, who have grown content, who have literally stopped believing because time has passed. And one thing we have to understand is that time to us is not the same as time to God. God is the creator of time. So time to him is absolutely nothing. There are some things that we are waiting on God or we've asked God to do and he was able to do it just like that. But then when it comes down to what we say are the hard things, when he doesn't answer it as quickly, that is when our faith diminishes. That is when we get discouraged. That is when we, again, assume that if it haven't happened yet, then it must not be in God's will. But we have to remove the timetable off of God. And that is when our faith really kicks in. Just because I haven't had it yet, or just because it has not come to pass, or just because it's been this certain amount of years does not mean that it's not in God's will. And it does not mean that it is not meant for me. And so I want to encourage you today that although time has passed, it's been a lot of times, maybe months, maybe years, what you are praying for and believing God for that heart's desire, right? It will come to pass. And I need you to be encouraged. I need you to know that, that just because a lot of time has passed, that does not mean that it's not for you. There's a scripture in Proverbs 13 and 12 that states, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is the tree of life. Hope deferred. Deferred means like delayed to stretch out, to take a long time. Um, so hope that stretched makes the heart sick. Sick literally means to grieve, to be disappointed, to be disappointed. I just spoke to that earlier. How many times have you, I'm not going to say set yourself up, but you've pumped yourself up, that you've um, encouraged yourself to believe God for a thing. And after a while, you just get disappointed. It kind of seems like it's going in that vein that you've been praying for, but then something else will happen and it just kind of disappoints your heart because it looked like it was coming together, but then things started falling apart or you, you were so encouraged. You were so pumped to believe, but then with each passing day and with each passing month, each month, each day, your hope, your faith will diminish. It'll get weak. 
that's where I have been. And I just want you to know that I've been there myself. There have been things that I've been believing God for. It has not come to pass yet. And I had gotten to the point where I had said, you know what? I'm not even going to pump myself up to believe because I'm tired of being disappointed. I'm tired of continuing to believe for something that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. And it feels like I'm just setting myself up to be disappointed. But that is a tactic of the enemy. That is a tactic of the enemy. And so I need for you that although things seem to be taking a long time, although things seem to be stretched out, I still need you to know that it will happen. Because it has not happened yet does not mean that it won't. Because again, the enemy is after our hope. The Bible says in Romans 5 and 5 that we have a hope that will make it us not ashamed. And so we have to continue to believe and we have to continue to hope, to hold on to the hope, to hold on to faith. Challenge ourselves to continue to believe when it looks like it's not going to come to pass. Faith is literally a walk that you, it's literally a walk that you have to take, not knowing the details and believing that whatever you need, everything that you need, even things that you're praying for, even desires of your heart, that it will come to pass. And so because that is the case, the enemy will always be out to steal our joy, to steal our hope, to steal our faith, because y'all faith is one of the most powerful things that you can have for you to literally believe something that you cannot see, to believe that you will have the evidence of it with, with you not seeing like that, like that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. And so just the fact that we can believe God for something that we can pray to God about something that we could fast to him about certain things. And the next thing we know it's in our position. The next thing that we know we're walking in it. The next thing that we know we're living in it. And so the next thing that we know we're carrying it. So our faith, our hope, our belief in God and the things that we are believing him for Y'all, we have to continue to challenge ourselves to believe, right? Because that's what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to not believe. He wants us to not have that hope that maketh us not ashamed. He wants us to give up and, and stop believing and having faith in God. So for those who have stopped praying and believing God because you didn't see his hand move quick enough, I need you to know that there's still time for God to do it. For those who have stopped praying and believing God because you lost your fever and because you grew content without your prayers and and your, your supplications and your requests being answered, I need you to know that there's still time for God to do it. For those of you who stopped praying and believing God because you did not feel worthy of receiving what you've been praying and fasting for, I need you to know that there's still time for God to do it. Those of you who stopped praying and believing God because you felt that God was not hearing you. Oh no, he was hearing you, honey. He's hearing you, sis. But you have to understand that your timetable, it has no chance standing up to God. We serve a God who created time himself. 
Time is nothing to him. And time is nothing that we will ever be able to understand in the mind of God. So it's not that he didn't hear you. You have to just give him time. So those of you who stopped praying and believing God simply because you got tired of believing, there's still time. For those of you who stopped and praying and believing God because your faith failed you, because every time you would get yourself built up on your most holy faith, something would happen to disappoint you or or as each passing day went by, your hope was sinking with each passing day. I need you to know that there is still time for God to do whatever it is that you're believing him to do. For those of you who stopped praying and fasting and believing God because you felt that it was not in his will, that it was his, not his intended plan for your life, I need you to know that there is still time. There's still time for God to do whatever it is that you are believing him for. There's time for you to get married. There's time for you to have that business. There's time for you to have that career job that you're waiting for. There's time for you to have that child. There's time for you to write the book. There's time for you to launch the program, the nonprofit, right? Just because time has passed, who said that time was a qualifier? Who said it? And who said because that, oh, well, if it hasn't happened within this certain amount of time, then um, just move on because it's not going to happen. Those are the thoughts, the suggestions, and the seed of the enemy. So I need for you to challenge yourself, to build yourself up, to believe God again, just like he came through for this Shunammite woman. I guarantee you that he will come through for you, but you need to pass this test. You need to pass this test and prove to yourself that although it does not seem like it was going to come, I continue to hold on. I continue to trust God. I continue to challenge myself to believe, to have faith, and to hope that God was going to come through. So that's the message today. Please, please, please believe God again. Because I continue to feel this so strong that there are many of you who get tired of believing, who get tired of Again, building yourself up or uh, boosting yourself up just to get let down. So you like, you know what? At this point, I'm not going to believe God for anything. Whatever he allows to happen, I'm just going to flow with it. I'm I'm not going to believe him for anything. But the sign for you today, Gideon, it was Gideon who said, I need a sign. Your sign today is this podcast. I need you to give God time because there's still time. For him to do what it is you're waiting on him to do. So let this serve as a reminder from God himself. As I felt so compelled to remind you that there is still time for God to do whatever it is that you're waiting on him to do. So please, sis, please, bro, stay encouraged. Know that God loves you, that he sees you. He has not overlooked you. He knows exactly when to do what it is that you're believing him for. So until next time, stay anchored. And thank you for listening to Anchorology, the podcast.